sure. Ladies and gentlemen, BGEs, Gucci's, welcome back to the Aftershock podcast. I'm Mr. Pixel. This is episode two five with me, David Shock. What's up, man? How have you been? I've been good. Good. Been good. How about you? Busy. Busy, and I'm tired of this bipolar weather. <laughs> get, our, get our old man discussion going. We'll talk about the weather. <laughs> I, I would agree with that. It's warm today and it's supposed to snow by the weekend or be are, some nastiness. Uh, I'm just tired of all the standing water. Everything's so saturated again. It was like, got a little hope like it was going to dry out. Now everything's flooded again. Yeah. Yeah, it's the same thing here. But, Never ends. Yeah. It's Midwest for you. Yeah, it is. What um, else have you been busy with? Oh, just the usual stuff, work and kids and gym and trying to, you know, housework, you know, the usual stuff. So make a list and hope I don't forget anything and <laughs> wake up on a day off and go, okay, let's start t- checking things off the list and hope I do enough to make a dent in it. I hear you there. Yeah. Any, any fun gun stuff recently? From you i don't think it's been a little bit since we've talked about any of it but no not really no, not really it's been busy with work so my my weekends have been a little tied up lately so mm. not a whole lot do it i look at them and take pretty pictures of them yeah oh that's right you did take some good <laughs> pictures we do need we do need to throw some of those up so you need whatever filters or whatever you're using on that those actually look pretty nice so i guess this one's probably a little a little dated and i guess that's kind of the purpose of this is we're trying to have something a little more up to date versus something that you know we could have recorded a a month or two ago uh this whole this whole thing with duck duck go are you aware of what they did here recently or I guess I think it's like the the president or whoever of that company was uh, was saying. I am not. I, I saw the note on here and I didn't do any research on that. So I guess we'll we'll start ground level here. Uh, for anybody that doesn't know, DuckDuckGo is called an app. I guess it's a search engine. Uh, it's no different than clicking on Google or your internet escape or, or whatever the hell they call it now. They change their things so many times, but you use it to find stuff on the internet. Uh, they're, they're one of the ones that, you know, when you use search engines, a lot of times they, they store all of your data, your, your data, like what you're looking at, where you're going and depending on who it is, if you believe them or not. They have that information, but, you know, they're not going to give it to anybody. Or if they do, it's there are certain hoops that have to be jumped through to get that information. So DuckDuckGo, for a while, I actually found or heard about through, I believe it was back in the, the Wasted Ammo days, uh, people were using that. And, you know, it's it's a secure, they don't keep your data, basically. And... That was kind of the appeal, obviously, you know, with 
that was kind of that was kind of a, a selling point there. Obviously, with this Russia Ukraine business that's still going on, as with anything, a lot of people like to take sides. But for whatever reason, they posted that they are going to or they were restricting stuff in Russia. I don't know. That kind of like that kind of sounds like you're 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 gonna you're shooting yourself in the foot there. If you're gonna say you're about privacy and information and letting people find what it is, and then you're gonna say, Oh, well, now we're gonna take a side and we're gonna say certain people can look for things or you know we'll have information going to them you know this is no different than back when twitter used to be the place and then they came out and started severely limiting stuff depending on your political views or anything like that so now they're kind of jumping on that and i I don't know i don't how they make money or anything like that doing what they do but i just i can't imagine a lot of people are gonna have any confidence in them if they're claiming to be one thing and now they're turning around and saying, oh, well, we're going to change that up a little bit because we want to jump on the bandwagon of being for Ukraine and basically virtue signaling this whole this whole ordeal. <laughs> you know, I'm not very fond of that playing politics, mm-hmm. stuff like that. You know, it's kind of, I, I have the same view of Facebook and Twitter and Instagram doing the same thing. Why? Why do they get to play politics and censor anybody? Uh, I just uh, I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. So to correct myself a little bit, the founder said that they are demoting, however that works, demoting Russian propaganda. Now, this sounds eerily like Facebook to me. When you start doing that, <laughs> you know. That's when you, you know, when you're saying I'm going to decide what I think is propaganda or disinformation or whatever, and I'm going to start restricting it by what, by what standards are you using to figure out if it's disinformation or propaganda? I don't know. Is it, is it a publicity thing? Is it to try and get more people to use it? Sure. Doesn't everybody do that to bring people in? I mean, what's, what's the saying in the political, in the political arena, you can never waste a good disaster. Oh yeah. Never let a good tragedy go to waste. Yeah. And I mean, that's kind of, that's on anything and everything it's, it's lost advertisement. If you don't jump on the, you know, Russia, Ukraine bandwagon of some sort, there's a lot of it going around. I, you know, there's a, a NASCAR owner, that said something about sending a million rounds of ammo to oh, Ukraine. Yeah. yeah, I saw that. And I'm like, that's great. I mean, I like the thought, but how are you going to ensure that <laughs> it gets there and the yeah. right people get it? And it's, you know, or are you just kind of, you know, virtue signaling of, of this is what I'm going to do, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. And, and all you're doing is just, you're using the, you know, I don't want to say phrase of the day, but you're you're using the hot button to to put yourself out there. Right. I don't want to say that that we do it, but we're just talking the news. But that's you know it's going to be in our episode title. So people searching podcasts about Ukraine and Russia, they're going to find us, right? Right. We're going to be on there. But that's 
you know, we're not we're not promoting that of hey, support Ukraine by buying our T-shirt with the Ukrainian flag on it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, <laughs> we're gonna try to send a dollar of the proceeds there. Mm-hmm. Uh, sure, okay. <laughs> you know, I it I don't know. It's weird to me that that things like that are used. Yeah, and you saying that 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 is something I've seen a lot of lately. There's been a lot of people that you know percentage or however many of each dollar or whatever is going to go to whatever thing that they're supporting but there's a uh there's an artist that i follow uh he's a tattooer he does a lot of i guess you i guess you call it graphic design for other companies uh i think he's out of utah and he has now i'm a sucker you post the you you put this on a patch a sticker a shirt i'm probably gonna buy it because it's a it's a it's an awesome design and he showed it and everybody's like all right sign me up i'm in and he actually said you know i appreciate everybody wanting this but i don't want to jump on this bandwagon of prof basically profiting i mean off of this he's like i'm gonna i'm we'll we'll find a way to release it but we want to make sure that we're doing it the right way and that you know everything's going where it needs to go and he's like he's just uh, i'm just conflicted at this point on what the the right way to do this is and I was, yeah that makes sense i mean that uh, you know everybody else just jumps on there with their their special causes and hey look at me and here's where this is going and this <laughs> is like everything else like you kind of see this wave and then all of a sudden it kind of turns yeah it's it's annoying sometimes you know i i you'll see commercials and it's like oh I should donate some money to that cause. And then it's mm-hmm. like, it really? I mean, should I? Right. You know, I don't know what the money's used for, where it goes. Does mm-hmm. it really go to where it's going? Are, are we saying that, what, not even a month in, that this Russia-Ukraine thing has reached the, the, the uh, Sarah McLaughlin eyes of an angel moment for <laughs> those commercials? Like... Uh, has it already been played out so fast? Uh, you know, I, I, you know, I love animals and I love dogs. And when those commercials come on, I change the channel. Yeah, I'm the same way. Not today, Sarah. I will not cry over a sad puppy <laughs> chained up in the rain. You are not getting me today. Yeah. But yeah, no, I don't know. I mean, is it, it's sad to think that. Are we there and people are, dying over there fighting for their freedom and their country and in their land and over here it feels like profiteering just to, to you know some extent i don't know it's just kind of a sad society that we live in that that's <laughs> the way it goes right yeah well it's it's this whole social media everybody's got to be the first let's get it out hey look at me kind of that's that's funny you say that because there was i i it was on Facebook or Instagram or something just yesterday. And there's a, a little video of Denzel Washington saying that exact same thing. Oh, really? Yeah. And he <laughs> says, you know, it's, if you, if you don't watch the news, then you're not, your, your mind isn't altered by it. But if you do watch the news, you know, how do you figure it out? And, right. And, you know, somebody asked him a question about it. He said, you know, it's not even about being right anymore. It's about being first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it's not, 
you know, the first one that puts out the wrong information, it's not like they're going back and apologizing or correcting it. They just let it run its course and destroy whoever gets in its way. And yeah, but they were the first. Yeah. Oh, well, you know, everything just moves so fast. It's they'll, they'll say sorry or, or run their retraction and a little blurb that gets buried immediately because they posted 15 things after that, that to try and get clicks on it, you know, Hey, look at this. So it doesn't even matter anymore. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're probably not that far away from getting tomorrow's news today on these news channels. (laughs) Freaking minority report news. Newsflash stock market is going to open tomorrow. Yeah. (laughs) First one in. We'll go ahead and move that move on since we already did a, a Ukraine and how much we hate media, but um, <laughs> throw throw this one this one out. This a little this quick little news thing. I don't have a lot of information on it, but this isn't anything new. Guess what? ATF still trying to restrict eighty percent builds. No way. Yeah, I know. Shocker. <laughs> The ATF trying to take more stuff, especially I'm sure they're emboldened after. Do do I be petty, like everybody did during Trump's presidency? Should I just say Mr. Biden instead yes. of calling him president? Or <laughs> I mean, yes, Mr. God. Biden. <laughs> Since he made his little comment about ARs and all that stuff, I don't know. I when I go down that rabbit hole, another quick one i don't know a whole lot about this one and if every anybody has some more information on it um i know for a while especially on youtube a lot of the the personalities on there um one of the i guess you call them a sponsor supporters of a lot of them was big daddy unlimited i'm pretty sure some people i've seen some other people talk about it within our community it's that's one of those subscription services, if I'm not mistaken, correct? That you pay a subscription, you get like special member pricing. Correct. It's, I, if I remember right, it's like 99 cents the first month and then, and then it moves up. Okay. To, I, I don't know what, you know, maybe 20 bucks a month or something like mm-hmm. that. And they were supposed to be selling stuff at like wholesale prices. Right which is what it was supposed to be. Now, mm-hmm. I've I heard people talking about this and I asked them if the deals were good. And what I was told was the way to play the game with them is you get the 99 cent membership, you buy what you want and then you cancel the membership and then cancel. Okay. And then 2 months later when you want some more stuff, you get the 99 cent membership, mm. you buy the stuff and cancel. Because it's only worth it for the dollar membership. Okay. It's the way I understood it. So if they uh, haven't changed their terms, mate locking you into a certain amount of time. Right. Now I do who somebody just talked about this, the gun collective. Did I he just so, do a thing yeah. on that? Yeah. And he was saying that the prices on there have turned into just normal prices so you're not even getting a deal on anything right and i think i've i've seen other people like people talk about that not i mean being the case that it's not really even worth the quote-unquote deals you're supposed to get from it so that was kind of what i was wondering if people have information about that 
let us know. You know, everybody's looking, you know, if you're a regular, I'm, I'm sure it's slowed down, but if you're a person that's regularly buying things, you know, firearms, outdoor stuff, something like that could be a good deal if they're, if they're pricing it right. But if, if that's not the deal anymore, you know, let, or even if it is, let us know. So we can put that out there. I mean, I don't know. Do they have a referral thing? Hey, maybe we'll throw you out there and you can get some referrals. But that was one of those big names there for a while. You always saw them being promoted and then it kind of fell off. Apparently, the guy who's the head of it, either I don't know if it's a new person or what, apparently he's involved in some other stuff that's kind of like pyramid schemey. Yeah. As well. I don't know. That's kind of sad to hear, but it's going to happen. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of you know, that's going to, that's going to filter into every industry and, yeah, you know, it's in the, in, in ours, so to speak now, I guess. I'm sure it has been before, but like, like you said, they were, they were sponsoring everybody on, on YouTube. It seemed Mm -hmm. like everybody would kick them off and, you know, advertise for them. And, and then it was kind of, they were just kind of gone. Yeah. Well, let's move on to something a little more local. Luckily, constitutional carry is really spreading across the, the the country right now it's it's making it's making its way it's making its way it is making it's making its way downtown so what you're saying is is there some new states that's gone to constitutional carry there there is i mean i'm going to be selfish and i think just a few days ago uh indiana just signed it you know it's amazing we have a law about something that was already a law about our rights but welcome to to the world today but yeah we have indiana has constitutional carry and we're right on the heels of some other states as well correct that's correct because i think it was last week that ohio signed it also so ohio is now a constitutional carry state i do believe there's limitations on ours that one of the things I had I had seen on it, and I just heard this yesterday or today, mm-hmm. that I think what they what the way they stated it is you're allowed to open carry according to the constitution. Oh, really? So, so I'm not sure if it's a full constitutional carry or that you know it won't be a discrimination on people open carrying but i do know that alabama i think was the first one and then ohio and then indiana here here in the last few weeks have added to the constitutional carry Mm. that was one thing that i that i heard and i haven't really i haven't had a chance to uh vet that info to uh you know i haven't i haven't read what the law actually states Mm -hmm. i believe yours your guys's was signed was it yesterday it was yesterday or the day before, yes. Yeah, so this is kind of hot off the press's news. Yeah, that sat at the governor's desk for almost a week, I think. I even had people stopping and asking me at work. They're like, hey, when when does this thing take effect if it's signed? You know, I know it's waiting on the governor and all that. I'm like, you're just going to have to wait till it comes out and see what it says because they might say it's signed now but you know it, it, it takes effect two weeks from now or something like that it just says that you're allowed to carry so now you got me worried that <laughs> it's going to be something similar to that yeah there's there's a stipulation 
I'm, I'm just pulled this up real quick. It's the, the bill is the SB 215 and it says it'll go into effect in about 90 days and it will allow non-permit carry for Ohioans 21 years of age and older as long as they are qualifying adults. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I guess that would be 21 years old and, and no felonies, I would assume. Mm-hmm. That's what that means. You, if, you're, if you can buy one, you can carry one. I keep looking for stuff and it keeps bringing up stuff not from any. <laughs> Go figure. <laughs> not from, well, yours is really, really new. Ours okay. was signed on March 14th. So that's, that was nine days ago when ours was signed so there is a little bit of info out i guess i will say i know a lot of people are like yeah i don't have to get a permit yes you don't have to get a permit but i would probably i would suggest still getting one because then that gives you reciprocity in other states because we're still not at a point where everybody has this and the way i see it what's probably going to happen is this is slowly going to trickle to a lot of the other states because indiana is the 24th state so we're almost half we're almost halfway there in everybody having it now we know everybody isn't going to have it right and probably what's going to happen is we're going to get we're going to get kind of close to that point where let's obviously like california new york a lot of them up and down the east east uh eastern uh, border there and everything they're probably not going to adapt it or adopt it i'm sorry they're not going to adopt it so we can we can pretty much count on them not taking it and then we're going to have a few that are probably going to take a little bit to go with this i mean it has momentum half half the country has this now but there's going to be those holdouts in the meantime if you don't have one already get it because if those states are probably are going to or a lot of them are depending on where you live, we're going to have a reciprocity for your state's permit, depending on where you live. I know that's a whole other get out the pins and red yarn and start tracing who who likes who and who allows who, but do that because it's an extra layer of protection. And if they're not constitutional carry, then that's not going to help you either way anyways. Yeah, I know. I know Ohio is one of the big ones for that. They cover a lot of states. Right. Um I want to say Florida and Utah were kind of the other ones that covered that a lot of states. What what's what's the big one? Is it is it Arizona that ha- that has a lot of them too? Like I remember for the longest time there was all these oh come take this class and then apply for this uh, carry permit and it it gives you reciprocity in x amount of states. Like if, if I re- if I remember right. Um, when Ohio, when we got ours, whatever it was, 15 years ago, mm-hmm. the what you could do with the Ohio class was you could mail in Florida and Utah. But I Utah. think, okay. I think, like you said, Arizona, I think was a big one, but I thought, I think you had to take a more another class or there was, mm-hmm. it was a t- 12 or 24 hour class. Right. So where you had to do more to get that one. But if you had Ohio, you could mail that into Florida and mail that into Utah. And I want to say that covered like 42 states or something Yeah, between those three. But I want to say now, like Ohio, I think covers like 40 states on its own. 
Yeah. So, you know, Ohio is one to get. I was always jealous of Indiana because I have a, I have an aunt and uncle that live in Indiana and he was like, Oh yeah, it's $5 and it's a lifetime carry permit. And I'm like, what? Uh, you didn't have to spend a whole day. No, we don't have a, we no the lifetime is $50 or is $50 in Indiana. Well, my bad. And then, yeah. <laughs> Which luckily I got that long enough ago that I'm not too mad about this. Yeah, <laughs> you know, but <laughs> that that we had a couple different, very couple different tiers. We had I think there was like a five dollar. There was that one, and you know, all of it depended on how often you wanted to renew the thing. Yeah, Our, ours is like seventy five dollars every five years, and it used to be the second renewal you had to retake the the shooting part of the qualification. Oh, okay. And they, and they dropped that. So um, when I was taking my class, we had people, extra people that showed up when we did the range part of it and, mm. and did the shooting. And they said something about that. There's five people that's going to join us to shoot because they have to do the renewal thing. Or maybe it was every renewal you had to do that. I, I can't remember now, but oh, okay. that's been, that's been yeah. dropped. But yes, we're still going to uh, promote getting training, safety training, at a minimum oh yeah you know if you're gonna carry you want to you want to know how to use it so get some training whether you're whether your state has constitutional carry or not yeah well now you don't now you don't have to pay for the permit so now you can maybe get a box of ammo and (laughs) put it towards something or or you know if if the least the least to do is watch some youtube videos on drills Mm -hmm. and safety stuff and go and go do those at the range yeah definitely check around there's got to be somebody around that gives i mean as much as i really don't like them even if it's a simple nra safety go go do that get your get your foot in the door get get your toe wet a little bit there on it and start being responsible (laughs) of all things start being responsible proactive about your responsibilities don't don't be one of these people that puts guns in your back back pocket or in your butt crack is that is that a bad thing well the way i've seen it it was a bad thing but i mean i'm not gonna i'm not gonna shame anybody with what they do at home but (laughs) if i can see it then it's probably an issue yeah that's that's the thing it's one thing to do it and nobody see it but it's another thing if everybody else can see it right right i i will say that you know the the NRA class that I took was very, um, very informative on the safety aspect and, mm-hmm. and the law aspect of what to do when you get pulled over and mm-hmm. how to act and, and, you know, put your car in park, put your hands on the steering wheel, turn on the dome light, don't make any quick movements and tell the cop you've got a firearm and do it the right way. Right funny thing is like both times i've been pulled over since i've had my license i've totally forgotten to say that that's another one of those things though not to get too deep into that rabbit hole but there are some states where it is a law that you have to you have to declare that you have a firearm in the vehicle yeah ohio yeah ohio is one of them it and i think that's going to change that's supposed to change with this oh is that going to change with that as well with the constitution okay yeah, I don't and, think you have yeah. to declare and on the, a traffic stop. And there are other states where you don't have to. So that's another thing 
like we're talking about with these trainings, these, cl these classes, there are laws. It's probably a good idea to know these things. So that way, if something does happen, you're not getting an extra, you're not getting an extra thing thrown on there. You know, Indiana, you know, you don't have, you don't have to say that. Now I will say a lot of people just flat out will tell me on a stop and of all people. And obviously if they're the ones telling me that normally it's because they're decent people <laughs> and they're like, you know, Hey, I don't want to, I don't want to alarm you. I've got some, you know, like a lot of times they're like, Hey, I've got, you know, they got their hands 10 and two they're, they're stuck on the steering wheel and they're respectful. And they're like, I just, Hey, I just want to let you know, I have, you know, I'm carrying my pistol. And, okay. Where's, where's it at? You know, they're like, Oh, it's, you know, I have it on my right hip or whatever. It's like, okay, cool. I said, I'm going to assume you're right-handed. Your wallet's probably in that pocket. Yeah. Okay, cool. Keep your hands on the steering wheel. I'll just take your information. There's no need to get your license out. I can run a name and date of birth. And the the thing a lot of people, you know, that I guess the adage is don't reach for yours and I won't reach for mine. Right. <laughs> you know, right. If you're being cool, I, that's fine. Whatever. I can, there's other ways of me getting your information and, and we can be done and out of this. And that, that that's a bonus. But again, touching on that. That's very important to know. Go get go get some classes. Go get some information. I will say, don't go to one thing and and take that word as gospel. I don't know how bad it is with the NRA. Um, I was talking to Kyle. Uh, shout out to Kyle Rogers for Shield Defense. Uh, he went to a class. Was it a USCC? I know it was something. It was something kind of. It sounded pretty similar to another organization. I think. But, you know, supposedly they, it was a little more focused on law and we were discussing it because he said there was just some things on there. He's like, there was a lot of good information, but he said some of it, there was a couple of little things that were just flat out wrong. And I think it was more, more coming from Kyle being an instructor and teaching stuff with concealed carriers and all that well i can't remember the biggest one it was but the 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 guy basically said something about you you can't teach a person how to how to do things under stress or something along that line and it's like that's pretty wrong because that's the whole point of training <laughs> like you can teach people to react better to things under stress and all that but one make sure it's it's good and two just don't take all of it for gospel just just get multiple sources to check your information on and and another thing like i was when i was talking to kyle he said that it was good and then at one point you could tell oh here's the sales pitch for the insurance or for the whatever that they were selling you know i think there was a couple different people so that were talking so just just be aware of that yeah yeah i would i would agree with that I do know in Ohio that your your concealed license is tied to your driver's license. So one of the things I was told that, you know, when they pull you over, if it's your vehicle that they're pulling over, then they already know. And one of the, the time one of the times I forgot to inform them, I was asked about it. Do you have any firearms in the in the vehicle? Oh, okay. You know, so they they whether they knew or not, or maybe that was the, the a standard question. My answer back was, yes, it's in the center console. I have a license for it. You right. Know, 
how do you want me to proceed yeah you know we went we went from there but it was the same way when i went to um my first interview on base uh, uh, you know i had to give them my name and driver's license number mm-hmm. to get a base pass to get on the base and when it, so when i got up there to the passenger registration you know i hand them my driver's license they swipe it and they ask if i had a gun in the vehicle so oh. it so you know i can't right yeah i can't imagine that they did a background check that quick right found it so i'm i'm pretty sure well it's tied to your, it's tied to your license driver's license yeah probably because that's the same that's the same for me we in indiana they do the same thing so a lot of times when we run a person we have we're connected to bmv and all that so if we run a person then that instantly goes that comes back to we'll say okay we'll get we'll hear the the dispatcher say okay that person has a valid driver's license with you know maybe two points on it whatever they don't have any restrictions on their license and they have a concealed carry permit or they have a pending permit or they have a revoked or surrendered you know whatever like all that stuff gets you know all the different databases that's all that's all tied together right i know it's the same way in ohio mm-hmm. that's well, good good news yeah. there yeah good news good news that's nice seeing that i was wondering i was kind of just kind of wondering what the heck was going on there because he had that for like i said almost i think it's almost been a week so i was wondering if it was what what the holdup was and i've seen plenty of stuff of you know people for people against and that's a whole we'll not get into that one moving on to another topic here and this is just kind of random but i thought this would be a good thing for us to kind of discuss um i have experience and i wouldn't say i have a, a soft spot for this company but i do i mean they were part of my beginnings of concealed carrying and getting into this whole gun thing seriously apparently taurus is just crapping all kinds of guns out uh, versions of their pistols here lately um i mean i don't know if they're trying to compete with glock with the different or sig with the different versions that they have of the same gun over and over again <laughs> but <laughs> there's there's a lot of stuff coming out from them here recently you know it feels a little unfortunate because you know the tidal wave of covid and all this stuff the panic buying the panic buying is right. on the, is on the downslope on the backside slope of that mm-hmm. and to me they probably were like oh my goodness the numbers are going up and up and up and up let's get some new guns out there so by the time that hit the market you know it's it's like uh <laughs> Do you do you think that's what it was? Was it just I, they they tried to jump on it and then the timing was off? Well, I would assume that they probably had this in the works, you know, to to compete with Glock and Sig and and put out multiple versions. Mm-hmm. But I'm wondering if like the panic buy, COVID buy, kind of put their their you know you know ball in motion, right? to speed it all up but by the time they hit the stride to get them out it's got now a little a little late but i do like the fact of what they're doing and how they're competing and the price point yeah i was just gonna say i was just gonna ask you what your what your thoughts of do you have do you have have you had any of their guns 
No, I haven't. And uh, honestly, I haven't even shot any of them. Um, okay. But at the price point, I'm really interested to hear some reviews and maybe jump in to try one out. Okay. Here, I'll give you, I'll give everybody a little, my little journey with this company. So the first pistol that I ever bought was a Taurus. And it was basically the the clone of their their clone of the Beretta, the classic Beretta, what is that, the Beretta 92 that yes. everybody's seen and, and knows. And I didn't do a lot with that. That was just kind of a take it out and shoot it. Maybe that's where I, I got my original love for metal framed pistols. I, I, I don't know. I don't recall. I've shot, I've shot that one a lot. I do like that gun. I don't care. And I don't know. I don't think I've had any issues with it, with that one. Fast forward many, many years and I wanted a 1911. And like you said, the, the main, the draw, I think a lot of times for Taurus is the price point. I had a gun in a caliber that I did not want you know, another heavy um, i actually kind of bought it because i knew i could turn around and i've had any problems make a profit off of it or and yes i got something that know, i did it's a 1911 and i got a 1911 so I, had to, I had to make sure i had the had the right thing now prior... i mean on their website the msrp on like a nice stainless uh 1911 is $844. Yeah. I mean, that's really good. That's a really good price in my book. Yeah. Oh, how long has it been? Probably about six, seven years ago. I went out. It's probably been about seven or eight. I went and got, I was really going to start being serious about having something to carry. And I went to um, a, a local gun store and they had the, uh g2 is what they had um they're up to g3s now but i think i think around that time the g2 was kind of new if i'm not mistaken and the guy that owned the shop didn't have anything bad to say about him i was like yeah sure let's let's do that so i carried one for quite a while i don't know what what happened with it but here was about two three years ago probably was when i i had an issue with mine don't know what it is it has it has a problem feeding i kind of gave up on it after a little bit i probably need to go back and re take a look at it and see if i can get it figured out maybe do a little more internet researching but at that point i wasn't comfortable carrying it so then that was when i jumped on the gucci side and started looking at cz and stuff like that like you said i think the price point is it's good for i mean it's not a high point so <laughs> it's aesthetically more pleasing than a high point i'm pretty sure i've never shot a high point but i've heard the triggers on those are gritty as crap <laughs> so it definitely wasn't that i actually i i liked it but now it seems like they're doing i don't know five different versions they're starting to do these this the size thing i guess like sig does where now you have what is it? Is it the 365 where you had the 365 and then is it 365 or 360 365 365 so you had the 365 and then what they do then they went xl 
or something yeah. and then they started doing now they have all these different versions of that one just in different sizes yeah and they just came out with another one there's like a l or something oh is that oh that's right there's so, i just the other day a couple days ago so i i don't even know it but you're right it's kind of the cool draw to me about the sig is that it's modular yes so the 365s you can buy a module and pull the trigger group out and put it in a different grip module right and the frame or in the slide still works you know it's mm -hmm. still compatible with that yeah because i i mean i have a uh the 320 compact that i put you know i bought a grip module for the compact and put the m17 slide on it so the slide is an inch longer than the frame okay but it's not it doesn't look bad because the way the frames are built that it, it just it works so right i'd like how that how sig has done that you know right the size thing i mean glock started that you have the 17 the 19 the 34 mm -hmm. yeah yeah all the different sizes for the numbers that make no sense that go with whatever caliber that makes no sense <laughs> the glock 45 is a nine millimeter absolutely yeah. makes no sense <laughs> i think they're trying to compete with the price point better than glock and like you said the full lineup of of sig kind of thing mm -hmm. you know because they have that new newer g3 they have the the compact the g3x mm -hmm. g3xl right now there's a gx4 out i don't know what that difference is but that's the one that just came out here recently is that gx4 is that is that a metal one i mean they they even have a competition a 22 competition gun on here now yes like that's that's pretty that's pretty interesting I think the metal one you're thinking of is the SIG shield metal that's hammer fired. Oh, okay. Oh, the GX4 is a micro compact. So, yeah. All right. Yeah. So, yeah, micro compact, 10 round. Is Taurus, they've been around, I guess, long enough now. Is this going to do anything for the market? Or is everything just so screwed because of the past two years? Because had this been, let's say, pre all this, all this buying and, and everything like that, and they they really started doing that, a lot of times you kind of see that where, okay, we got this company that's not as expensive and they're starting to release things. A lot of times, you know, the market starts to correct itself. Some of these other companies might, okay, well, maybe we need to do something a little bit more affordable. Or, you know, is, or maybe have more offerings, which I mean, it's kind of what they're, what they've jumped on is, is this going to do anything or is this, you know, are, do you think this, this helps them? Like, I guess is, is, is Taurus sitting good with their G2, their G3 line so much that people are going to go out and buy these other 52 versions that they just came out with of of the gun because they're they're in that glock territory of well here's a 17 it's a full size when well, i have a 19 we're going to shorten it here and this part's going to be the same now we have this other version where it's the other way around like well it helps it helps our industry of course right mm -hmm. um you know more companies more competition do i think they're gonna 
move the needle from Glock and Sig their way. Not necessarily, but right. you know, you have the people that aren't that aren't like us, right? That or I mean, gun nut kind of people, gun loving kind of people that you have the regular Joes of I just want a gun mm-hmm. or I just need a gun. They go to the gun store and it's holy shit, a Glock is that much and a SIG is how much? And yeah. Where's the cheaper case? <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, and they're gonna buy one of these. But you also have the guys that, you know, like you said, that competition 22, the frame is kind of HK frame style. You have, you know, it's kind of a Glock style, maybe kind of a SIG style. They've got different things for different, you mm-hmm. know, different strokes for different folks. So you know, I think they're going to fit in of that budget-friendly gun, and if they can keep the quality and the product up, then yeah, they're going to steal that market share, I think. I mean, and I've always thought, personally, not the biggest fan of their aesthetics of their striker fire guns. Mm-hmm they just don't appeal to me and i'm not a i'm not the biggest fan of beretta so their 92s aren't that appealing to me of course their 1911s look like a 1911 so Mm -hmm. it's a thing of beauty and it just says taurus on the side so i i mean it is what it is it's a cheaper version if i was in the market for a 1911 i would absolutely look at one of those but to me it's always been the revolver lineup which is still enormous also yeah they have a ton of revolvers and i think some of the grips are weird (laughs) weird looking they feel weird if you've if you've ever had them the ones that are just um what what would you say like the ribby it's oh yeah you know kind of like a stack is really weird but they they have other other ones that have a more normal grip on Mm -hmm. them that i I mean for a price point of a you know their tour 65 357 magnum 535 i mean you can't beat that yeah I, i've I've been intentionally avoiding researching revolvers because i have a feeling that's probably the next thing i'm going to be looking at <laughs> because that's one thing i've been wanting to get into for a little bit and i i follow some people that do competitions with revolvers and stuff and it's, they look fun but it's like and and i mean they have what probably the frames is there's probably one a frame for every letter of the alphabet sure you know yeah so. I mean, they, they've got a bunch and i think they've kind of adopted the you know smith and wesson kind of tagging on them you know the 65 and the nomenclature right. for their revolvers okay Taurus 605, Taurus 608. And what does that mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got to do some research to kind of yeah. figure out what's going on with them. Yeah. But I I genuinely like the looks of them. And to me, there's not a whole lot going on with a revolver that I'm not a wheel gun kind of guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, they serve a purpose. I have one. I have a EAA witness snub nose that um if I carried it, it would be in the sense of the the same reason that that Bo did a video on it on his YouTube channel mm. to have a backup to hand somebody. You know, oh, okay. You know, if you're in that situation where something happens and and you got the wife and kid with you or whatever, and it's like, 
Mm-hmm. There's a revolver. You pull this back, you squeeze the trigger, pointed at something that's right threatening, and hand that to somebody. Right. You know, it doesn't rack a slide, hit the safety. No, you pull the hammer back, you squeeze the trigger, it goes mm-hmm. boom. You got six rounds or eight rounds or whatever, and, and that's it. You know, just so that to me is is kind of what it serves its purpose. I'm not a big wheel gun kind of guy. I think they look cool. And they're really a, just a cool looking, beautiful looking gun, but I'm just, it's not, not really my thing, but that's, you know, if, if I was looking for a revolver, I'd, I'd be looking at that instead of a, a Smith & Wesson because they're cheaper. You know, the price point is. I guess what we could say about Taurus is they're not that dirt cheap. You're probably going to have issues company, but they're, they're a good hey, this is very middle of the road. If you stuck with this, you'd be fine. But you could always move up from there and keep it as, you know, a backup or have it for something else. And I guess talking and talking about it, I I think all these different options is just their way of kind of embracing that area of the market, that, that demographic of maybe the first time gun buyer, or maybe somebody who's not willing to go out and, and drop the money on that SIG or that HK or, you know, CZs or whatever, whatever it is. But even if that's what you were stuck with, you're, you're going to be fine. I would absolutely agree with that. And, and I, that's where I think they're going to pull the market share, like what we're talking about. Yeah. Now to, to segue from that, if you wanted to jump full <laughs> two feet first into the fire. Yes. We have a starter pack. Yes, this is this is. We need like some some music, like like the, the Gucci segment of all of this. That was, and by the way, that was a wonderful segue. I was I was getting ready to do that as well. But uh, <laughs> so, are you? Since you're an AK guy, are you familiar with this company, Kalashnikov USA? I am not. Not okay. until I saw this <laughs> starter kit, starter pack thing on. A, on a gun tuber show and i i can't remember if i sent it to you or you sent it to I, me i i put it in the note i put it in the notes we may have seen it just in research but i put this i put this on the on our little our little note thing that we share for show ideas i was like wow this is this is pretty interesting and i'm assuming that stands for kalashnikov usa it's called a the kusa starter yeah. kit yeah uh and what it is i mean if you don't if you want to skip the taurus handguns yeah if you really just want to jump into a mini arsenal you get two nine millimeters two uh 12 gauge shotguns and a 7.62 by 39 ak rifle now the icing on this cake yes is the starter jacket or the, <laughs> the adidas tracksuit jacket yeah. Now, now, mind you, it's it's not an actual Adidas. That I think this this only has two stripes. This doesn't have the three stripes. But correct. It, it, you know who's counting. Right. And and it has, well, the picture shows their logo on it, so I'm sure it has their logo on it somewhere. But yeah, the icing on the cake is the <laughs> is the tracksuit jacket. Yeah. Embrace embrace the slavness. Now this is for a, and I think this is. Well, I don't know. I, I would say it's fairly reasonable that if a cool five grand for five guns 
and the tracksuit. It's it's reasonable based on if you knew the quality was good. True. Because I don't know about these. You know, it's hard it's hard to say that these are thousand dollar a piece. Right. Now these are all obviously AK. Um the nine mils. Uh one of them is just a straight up nine mil AK pistol. The other one has a pretty long barrel on it. It's an AK pistol, but it has a long barrel, and that one has a folding. Is that I guess you call that a wire stock? Is that considered wire, or is that just a stock with it hollowed out like that? Yeah, I. It's hard to tell from the picture. Um, I would just call it wire stock because it that barrel looks fairly long. I mean, yeah. that may be like a you know, PCC rifle of some sort, but it does look like it has a folding stock. Okay. Yeah. It has the details down here. It has the KR9 rifle, KP9 pistol, the KS12T shotgun, the Comarad 12 gauge, (laughs) whichever, whichever, I think, yeah, one of them is, it looks like it has a forearm brace. So I don't know if that's, that's a shot. That's one of the shotguns. Yeah, that's a shotgun. Is that is that a pistol? I don't know. Yeah, it may be a. It pistol. might be. I mean, if they're doing that to it. Now, you did say that this is five grand. Now that is on sale. Well, of course, it's from on sale. from the six original grand. six grand <laughs> that it actually is. So. You don't want to buy anything that's not on sale, right? Yeah. So if you're in the market for two five. Five new AKs in a variety of calibers, nine, seven, six, two, and twelve. And you want to rock a a track jacket there, Kalashnikov USA is the place to go. They have the starter kit for you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they look good. I don't know if they're any good or not. Yeah. Well, how about this? I mean, does our listeners, anybody have any experience with any of these? Let us know. Yeah. Is this is this worth it? Is a is a grand a piece worth it for these? Yeah. I'm not sure. Today, today's market <laughs> versus yeah, I'm not familiar with this company, so I don't know what their price points usually are on things. But yeah, I mean they're you know they say KR103, the the seven six two has a side folding cold mm-hmm. hammer forged barrel. So I mean it sounds decent but i wouldn't know i don't know but it's pretty cool yeah it's it's a pretty cool thing especially if you go especially you go with their uh their their competition shotgun that they have there yeah well i think i think we've rambled on enough for a little bit of a i guess i guess we want to call it news some news yes news so hopefully we can stay on track with this and keep it up in the future just put a little bit out here and there a little something different than just us blathering you got anything to add no paul just uh just the usual check us out facebook wasted ammo podcast uh aftershock underscore podcast on instagram and uh don't forget Summer's coming up. It's going to start, well, at least here, it's gotten hot and then it's gotten cold and then it's kind of warm and then it's all that. But, you know, my water intake's going to 
gonna go up and I've made I have a regular habit of using some strike force and that instead of going for coffee because then I know for sure I'm drinking more water than I would if I had that you know a cup or two of coffee <laughs> so keeps me keeps me hydrated so if uh get up get over there they have different flavors uh they probably have I haven't checked recently but I'm sure they have like a start you know another starter kit it's not a five or six thousand dollar starter kit it'll just be a sample pack <laughs> and then when you get to check out use aftershock 20 and guess what the 20 is it's a discount so what? yeah i know that's so awesome um you know hop over there take advantage of that and um let us know what you think if you guys want some more news related stuff kind of like this i'm sure we'll we'll you know trim the fat and refine it we're still finding our stride with some of the stuff so <laughs> let us know maybe there's something you want us to cover let us know we're open sounds good thanks for tuning in see you guys next time